we're, you know, working from home is fun. Oh, no, it's fine. Oh, no, I'm ready to kill someone. (laughs) Oh, no, it's fun again. How's it going, gentlemen? Welcome back to the Moo Show. All right, good to be nice. back. Hey. All right, this week we've got a special guest. We've got Ryan Balick, of course. This week on the show we got a special guest, uh, Nino Vallis, uh, one of our Clear Concepts techs that's going to talk to us about some home security while we're all working from our home offices, bedrooms, living rooms, bathrooms, kitchens, decks, cars, tents in the backyard. Uh, just to get things started, I just want to do a quick little catch up to see how everyone's feeling. So Ryan, how's your week been? You know what? It's been surprisingly busy, Alex. Um, still lots of folks that are settling into their work from home routines and you know, discovering more about Office 365 and Microsoft 365. So Definitely been fielding a lot of questions. Um, you know, audio conferencing has been the hot topic uh, the past week or so. Um, so helping, um, you know, government organizations, helping some healthcare organizations set up audio conferencing so that they can still uh, get a group together and still get uh, still get jobs done. Yeah, I've got actually a lot of questions about audio conferencing in Teams. So that's something that. I get why people really need that just because you don't always have access to the internet. So being able just to call that conference line is so important. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't used the audio conferencing feature in teams, um, you can get an additional license for that. And basically what that does is, well, it sends a local number to your account. So whoever has that audio conferencing license, every time they set up a Microsoft teams meeting, automatically adds that call-in number so anyone that anyone that's invited to the meeting gets sees that number and then they can call in from their landline from their car phone if car phones are still a thing i'm pretty sure they are i'm still hip right but it provides a just a nice alternative for those who for those who don't have a nice comfortable internet connection to do all their voice calls or video calls on Mm-hmm. And I mean, is is the virtual equivalent of hey, let's all pile in the room and and sit around the the Plantronics um, conference phone in the middle of the desk kind of thing. It's it's the virtual equivalent of that. So uh, some really good features. Again, it, it integrates with Teams um, for for folks that uh, haven't fully embraced the digital transformation side of things and they prefer a landline and and that's what they've got. Uh, you certainly can still accommodate those people in your meetings. So. Like I say, I've been very, very busy setting those up for uh, for a lot of customers lately. Uh, fun times. Nino, how's your week been? How's working from home been? Uh, still getting used to it. Setting up a lot of, did set up a lot of VPN like installs for our clients. And surprisingly, we there's little problems with it. So that's always good to know, like always smooth setups. So everyone is on VPN right now, so that means more challenges with supporting VPN uh, uh, issues. But so far, we're good. We're on top of it. The team is very good. Uh, we don't have we didn't we didn't see a lot of issues with it. So it's great. That's awesome. Um, this is about my third week working from home right now. I decided to shave today just because it's starting to look like I haven't I've been living in a cave, but I've been having fun. Um, it's been warming up now, 
um, these last couple of weeks. So being able just to work outside for a few minutes is invaluable. I wish I could go to other places like a coffee shop or uh, the commons downtown, but not an option yet. So something yeah, to look forward you. to. There's some days where home feels a little tight and compressed, but you know what? Open up a window, get uh, let some light in, let some fresh air in, and things, you know, it feels good. And just going out for a walk makes such a difference. Uh, so, I thought it's just me, but... <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's everyone's like it's everyone the same so Ryan what's on the agenda today well I, I thought we would uh, take a break from sort of really diving into to teams and office 365 the stuff that we normally cover together and um, I, I still think we should talk about something that is timely and something that's very very important and that's the security around remote work and so, so the the security of working from home um, the security of potentially using your home PC, your your own personal device, uh, and mixing that with some of your your work-related files and your work-related tasks. So, I thought, why not? Let's bring on the the best guy that we know to talk about security. So, uh, Nino, you were talking about VPN access. Um, well, let's start there. Let's let's sort of unpack that. Uh, assume we've got some listeners that are are again completely new to working from home. And uh, maybe VPN is is the option. Let's sort of take a look at that as as a security option for access. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Ryan. So thanks, guys, for having me here. I felt honored being a guest of the Moho Show. Our first oh. guest. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. It's big. This is a big deal. Oh man, <laughs> so honored. First up, VPN. What exactly is VPN? Or it extends the corporate network privately while working remotely from the office. The data is secured in an encrypted tunnel as it travels across the internet. So it prevents your data from get, getting exposed. Let me just ask, what does VPN stand for? It stands for Virtual Private Network. So, so if I was to compare this to my home network, what would be kind of like a key difference that would separate my home traffic from a VP from traffic that goes over a VPN? So traffic that goes over the VPN is encrypted. So that means that anyone on the internet won't be able to view the 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 data that's being transported. So it's only like designed to be readable from the recipient and to the to the other end of the tunnel. So that could be the office network. So mm -hmm. VPN is important at setting up secure connection to the to the corporate network. Uh, so Nino, thinking about VPNs, um, do you find there are more common options for organizations that haven't quite moved to the cloud as far as storing their files online in OneDrive and SharePoint or using tools like Teams to collaborate? Is it much more common to see VPN in organizations that still have files on a server down the hallway in a closet kind of thing? Yeah, uh, so for businesses that still has on-premise servers and they have remote workers, uh, most common setup would be setting up their remote users with a VPN so they'll be able to access their files while working away from the office. While if your files are already on the cloud, for example, you need a OneDrive client to sync synchronize it locally to your computer or just access the web client in SharePoint to be able to access your files. Uh, you don't need a VPN to do that. 
but if your server is still on premise and you need remote workers to access the files, then VPN is important to have a, a secure connection to your remote users back to the office. And that brings up a nice distinction between having files in the cloud versus having files on your server. With the server, you need that VPN to get those corporate files, your S drive, H drives, whatever they are, versus having your files in the cloud, whether you live in your personal OneDrive or that SharePoint, that SharePoint team site where all your team files, all your department files will live. One requires the VPN, the other one doesn't. Is there anything in here that we should say don't use your VPN for? Is there some particular activities or, or tasks that you shouldn't use a VPN for? Sure. Uh, so if you're using a corporate VPN or the VPN that's set up by your IT department to access work files, that means you only need to use it to do work-related things. Don't use it to browse the internet and do personal like stuff because your traffic will go over the VPN and it will be captured by your firewall. So if your firewall has strict rules about blocking uh, certain websites like social media networks like Facebook, Twitter, you won't be able to access them properly. So if you're going to do personal stuff, make sure that you don't use the VPN for it. Just use it for work-related matters. Um, when we think about privacy and, and workspace from home, um, what, what can you tell us on that aspect of, uh, of security as well when we're working from home? It's, uh, it's a matter of a best practice. Like, just don't leave your workstation unattended. Make sure that you lock your desktop screen with a password or even physically lock the door to your home office. I know some some of us is just alone working and really feel like we don't need to lock the screen or to lock the door. But if you get back to the office, uh, it helps at making it a habit, whether mm -hmm. you're working from home or working in the office. So, And if you have kids around, it helps as well. So because sometimes you'll just realize that, oh, they're already on their computer and doing some stuff. So, oh, yeah, helps. yeah, uh, I lock Delete my all screen. load Facebook. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I personally lock my screen when I get up from from my laptop just so that all staff don't get an email. That's, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know. One of the best tricks I have to help that helped me remember to lock my screen is the locking shortcut, the keyboard shortcut, Windows key. L. L. Yeah. Windows key L locks your screen, walk away. Um, that got me into the habit of locking my screen at work and at home. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure we've all been victim at least once in our careers where we forgot <laughs> to lock our Windows screen. And then, you know, some of our colleagues hopped on and started maybe a, a Skype or a Teams conversation with a different colleague. I love you. I think you're the best. I've gotten so many of those. It's, uh, oh, it's man, really it happened to me. Yeah two or three times so yeah, I, <laughs> I think that i think the classic example is changing your desktop wallpaper to something <laughs> yeah. really embarrassing um flip oh, rotating yeah. rotating your screen so that all the text is upside down or changing the language of windows so that you can understand <laughs> all the buttons i think We've my favorite well, i think my favorite one is um taking a screenshot of your desktop um opening up file the file viewer and then oh, yeah. making that full screen, locking it, locking it, and then when you come back, you're just looking at a. You can't click on anything. Yeah. Too much of my time has been spent clicking on an image that won't actually open up the start menu. Yeah. All IT. 
<laughs> yeah, those are definitely like old school IT pranks. So, Nino, we've got some Q&A coming up. Uh, we did that on the last episode of the MoO show and had good success with it. So I know we've got some some questions prepared to grill you with. Before we jump on to that, though, are you hearing of any work from home or remote work related security sort of attacks or threats that we, we should kind of get out there? I Personally, I, I've heard of a few things with other um, audio and video conferencing products that have been compromised and customer data has been out. Um, I'm also hearing a lot of phishing, a lot of work from home related phishing attacks are, are kind of popping up where people are getting texts on their on their cell phones. People are getting emails where it's coming from the boss. It looks legit. Hey, can you open this attachment for me and check it out? Anything on there that you want to, to add to those? Yeah, there's definitely a trend. And search of the phishing emails, especially about the pandemic. It's most of us wants to stay up to date about the, the virus and where it's at right now. So the bad guys like registered fake domains related to the COVID-19 virus and keep sending news about test kits or the uh, what's happening in the world about it and make you make the victims click and perform some social engineering attacks to grab their username and passwords or get them to download malicious files. It's highly important right now because if you're using your work computer and you manage to click a malicious link or install a malware on your laptop, it's possible that you could infect the office network or other remote clients as well, even if you're not in the office. And that's because of some VPNs are set up to extend their network to their remote users. So if you get infected, there's a good chance that the, the entire network will be infected as well. People are inclined to click on something if they feel that it looks real, especially if, if it's like the, the thing that's going on right now. Be extra careful especially with things that's uh, related to the COVID-19 virus. As well, too, I think to, to um, bring it back to the example, I, I, I've seen where um, the, the phishing, the bad guys, they're sending emails, but they're spoofing the boss's email address or they're making it look yeah. like something important. Hey, can you, can you open this attachment and let me know what your thoughts are? Um, you know, just be extra careful. Make sure that attachment looks legitimate. Uh, does the file type look legitimate? And if you get a, a weird feeling, if you get a bad feeling, um, you know, use a, t use a tool like Teams, send a quick text message to your boss and say, hey, you emailed me this thing. Is it legit before I open it? Um, you know, we've got those tools to, uh, you know, trust your gut. And, 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 and like Nino says, just be extra careful. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're working at home and you don't have the capability of a business-grade firewall. Yeah. So most of us are just using a modem or a built-in wireless router. It doesn't have the extra security features of a business firewall. So if you happen to click on a bad link, your modem will, there's a good chance that the modem will let you click through it. Unlike if you're in the office, if you accidentally, accidentally clicked on something, it will prevent you from clicking through it. But if you're at home where security is pretty light compared to your office, there's a good chance you can uh, install something in the background 
or visit a fake website that make you believe that it's an actual website and which in turn grab your username and password or install trick bots or trojans that uh, steals banking information so it could affect the work uh, your work stuff and your personal stuff as well so just be extra careful because especially during these times the bad guys take advantage of the situation and do like weird stuff that mm -hmm. makes people believe that it's real i remember one time i got i actually uh i bit one time at, um year a, a few years ago i got an email from one of our vendors um regarding a, an invoice that i had resolved maybe a week or so ago so it was super topical and it was very relevant and i went oh okay that's weird and i clicked it and the second i clicked it i knew i'd screwed up and i'm like oh no i i did the thing where you hover over the link and check the url to see where that link in the email is taking you and i'm like that's a spoof so luckily we had a good we had a good it team and they were able to just isolate my computer quickly before it did any real damage. Actually, their firewall caught it pretty quickly. What ended up happening is that the vendor, someone on their side had opened up something they shouldn't have, and then that sent out emails to all of their contacts. Oh, so yeah. it wasn't on our end, it was the vendor that ended up sending out something that just tree branched and spiraled out way outside their entire scope. Be vigilant, be careful, isn't it an interesting parallel between what's going on with COVID-19 uh, and coronavirus as far as it's spreading through, you know, social contact? And, and we talk about social distancing so that the transmission of the virus stops. Isn't it an interesting parallel between, um, you know, malicious email and spam email and, and computer viruses? It's like that's why they call it a computer virus because a uh, the behavior of that software, that malicious software, is very, very similar. I just think it's a really interesting, timely parallel. You know, you had posed these questions. Are these que uh, client questions or just frequently asked questions that you get a lot? It's a combination of both. It's uh, frequently asked, asked questions and uh, client questions as well at the same time. So okay. you kind of summarize things, like uh, consolidate them into few questions that will apply to uh, to everyone. All right, question. I only have a modem or a wireless router at home. How do I maintain the same level of protection as I do in the office? So most of us are surprised that oh, we're getting sent at home and we need to like set up a home office. But there's just a modem that broadcasts Wi-Fi. So that's a pretty common setup for everyone. So you don't need to purchase an additional hardware like the same ones that you have in the office because those are expensive and impractical to for home use unless you didn't need that server closet <laughs> it's up to you if you're doing oh, okay. some project work or some uh, training stuff but for for most people that only need to do some office work while at home they will be fine with just having what they have right now but they can do something that's called a human firewall, being mindful and just do stuff related to work. Only access 
authorized content from your work computer and don't use it for non-work activities. Browsing websites can easily infect your work computer because it's outside the office. Your modem or your current router offers less protection compared to what you have in the office. So there's a good chance that you can easily infect your system, which can steal your credentials and steal information uh, about your work. If they want to stay stay uh, threat free, stay away from malware and viruses, they need to be mindful of what they're doing. They don't need to spend money on expensive firewall. They just need to be careful on what they're doing while working from home. Being that human firewall is the most is really important. So using some common sense, understanding where you're just taking those extra precautions will keep you ahead of anything that's coming out. Um, so that way you don't infect your home computer, every device on your network, or even your work computer on your home network as well. Exactly. And just be careful about downloading and installing stuff. If you need to install something that's work related, always get permission from them and make sure that it's uh, legit and it's not something that could infect your system or and compromise everything. Mm-hmm. And for us, we have clients that has Cisco umbrella uh, roaming agent installed. So it protects their laptops, even if they're connected uh, outside the office. It blocks malicious websites from being accessed. Uh, it offers the same protection, even if they're outside the office. It's an extra feature from Cisco umbrella. It's great. It's really useful for remote workers, like for users that have their own laptops check or check the team if you have the roaming agent installed on your laptop because i recommend that you have it installed to have the same level of or dns or website filtering protection on your laptop even if you're outside the office cool we'll include a link about the cisco umbrella protection um in the notes of the show as well uh, next question, can remote users infect the office network for other remote users? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Because some VPN firewall policies stands the network to remote users. So that means that you're somehow interconnected, even if you're not on the same location. Like you have access to your server, you have access to your uh, internal resources, so that means that other remote users have the same level of access and it's possible that they can still talk to each other. So if one gets infected, it can crawl up to the internal network and distribute the malware to other remote users as well. So again, have be extra careful because you're not behind the corporate firewall or not behind the office network uh, protection. Uh, there's a good chance that uh, if one remote users get compromised, others could get compromised too. So yeah, that's true. It's it can definitely happen. Oh, I'll sleep better at night knowing that. Good thing too, uh, Nino. Just just as an aside on this, um, you know, if you are taking your work computer home, um, just keep it for work stuff. Don't let your kids on there, yeah, and true. don't you know, don't let your your spouse or your partner um, do non-work related stuff on there again. Everybody has the best of intentions, but you never know. You click the wrong thing, you click the wrong ad, and mm-hmm. and now you've got some uh, some problems on your work end. So um, yeah. best to keep home stuff on on a home 
uh, phone, tablet, you know, uh, shared PC at home, uh, if you've got one, uh, and then keep work stuff on the work devices, right? Yeah, that's why we encourage installing VPN only on work computers and not on home computers for privacy reasons and for uh, security reasons at the same time. Because yeah. personal device, if it's infected and installed VPN, it could infect the office network at the same time or the internal network. So only set up VPN on work computers as much as possible. Okay, we got one more question. Every time I, I see this question, I think about like, CE, uh, all the uh, uh, CEOs out in Silicon Valley. Do I need to cover my webcam? Ha, yeah. Not right now. <laughs> You're using it. <laughs> Where, well, it's not a requirement, but personal recommendation, I'd suggest you do this. In case of privacy of your workspace, because if you're at home and you accidentally turned on the webcam and you're in a conference and you don't want people to see like what's what's in there and you don't want people to see things that should be private, I'd say you cover it whenever it's not in use. Uh, it's for peace of mind at the same time because if there are malware that can start a webcam and take a picture of you and send you an email with your webcam, like picture from the webcam mm -hmm. saying that uh, you need to pay this amount or else we'll spread your information. Those guys, they can take a picture because I know a lot of laptops and tablets, they have a little light beside the webcam that, that shows you when it's recording. Those guys can bypass that status light too, right? They could just take a picture without blinking course, that light. Yeah. yeah. And if it blinks for one second, that means that it had taken a picture already. So mm -hmm. it can caught you off guard. If you're not going to use your webcam for web conference, if it's not a requirement, just cover it with a painter's tape or a sticky note, uh, just for peace of mind. I know Mark Zuckerberg, CEO, CEO of Facebook, covers his webcam. I'm sure he's yeah. not the only one. Yeah, it's not the only one. So I guess I suggest that even like us common people cover our webcams as well because yeah it's something that can maintain the privacy of yourself mm -hmm. of your and of your workspace that's at the same time yeah I don't, I, I don't want you guys to know what color my kitchen cabinets are i don't know i don't want you guys <laughs> to see my my backyard you can see my wall here in my temporary office but i'm i'm just uh, kidding i'm just kidding it's a <laughs> uh, it, it, legitimate reasons for for not showing what's around you and uh, mm -hmm. even though we have features in a lot of video conferencing where you can blur the background you know sometimes if uh, you know someone walks across the screen behind you they they don't want to be necessarily broadcast on video so a uh, good idea just to take those extra steps yeah i just have one more thing to add for our for remote users out there is to only deal with authorized personnel with dealing IT issues with your computers. We could be tempted to resolve our problems ourselves because everyone's busy right now, but I'd always suggest to get the professionals to do this, like get the team work on your IT issues and you don't act quickly. It could spread uh, to the rest of the network and next thing you know, everyone's compromised. So I'd say always be, always stay connected and be vigilant with all the security risks out, security risk out there right now. 
that's it for today's episode. Nino, I want to thank you for joining us as our very first guest. Oh yeah, thanks, thanks guys. Uh, I'm very good. You did awesome. Talk. You can did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nervous because uh, I know you guys are pretty like like veterans are pretty good at, at this. So, and I've heard good things about you. I've heard good things about the Moe show. So keep it up. Thanks for having me. And if I if there's a chance, I'd like to be a guest again at some oh, point in the future. Definitely. So. A security security is one of those perennial topics that you know we we should always be talking and we should always be thinking about security. Um, just mm-hmm. because organizations move to the cloud and just because they're uh, on their modern workplace journey uh, and they're using cloud-based tools and they're using Microsoft 365 doesn't mean you get a free pass on staying secure and and staying sort of vigilant about your security posture. So we'll uh, we'll do our best in the future to to get you back and, and again, keep relating the security message to the modern workplace message, to the work from anywhere. Um, maybe we can get you back to talk about, you know, smartphone security and what, what we need to think about when we're on the go, you know, when, when we can actually go on the go again uh, and, and be out there using uh, other devices be, beyond Windows and, and uh, laptops and Macs and those kinds of things. Yeah, there's still so many uh, security related uh, things uh, about Office 365. Mm-hmm. We talk about multi-factor authentication, like uh, identity management. So much stuff to cover security. Awesome. Right. Ryan, did we have anything else we needed to cover? I don't think so. Uh, everybody knows where to find our episodes. You know where to find our blogs and find us on social media. Um, hopefully everybody's enjoying working from home. It doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon. So. Do your best to to stay uh, safe and sane. Use the time if you got it to train and learn and read up on security, read up on the modern workplace journey, and we'll catch you again next week. Yep. Uh, get some fresh air, get some exercise, um, take the dog for a walk, and everyone go wash your hands. Woo-hoo. Yeah. All right. Stay healthy. Take care. Okay. Thanks, guys.